1: Hello, I'm Alan Davis. You're listening to the Tuesday Club. This is the Arsenal podcast, and I've got Keith Dover with me this evening. How are you, Keith? Shalom, Alan. Shalom. <laughs> That's all <I> I'll say
0: <laughs> on this great day. let <laughs> <laughs> introduce someone else.
1: <laughs> yes, Ian Stone is here. Yeah. Hello, Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Salam alaikum, everyone. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're yes. covering your uh, bedsheet. So. Uh, to you.
2: Sir. <laughs> Was that for me, Keith? shalom. It's very nice. Well, I feel very much team. at home.
0: On the Twitter feed, there's a body of opinion they wanted you back, mate. You know, well, rightly so. Why shouldn't they? Right, well, it sounds
2: like you didn't, Keith. The way you said well, that. Oh no, no! You're my favourite Jew. Well, apart from Linda, obviously, and
0: Barbara and Brian and Lee and Shalfy and, and other Jews that you and know. The, and the rabbi at <laughs> Daniel Synagogue. I mean, you know, a long list, you know Mark that? Matt. Thanks. <laughs> and anyway,
2: you're not on. You're not on Twitter.
0: I have a look. I'm not on
2: it. I have a look. Not oh, really. You more sort of just browsing, just seeing I'll what's going on. To see what's going on. Right. Good window,
1: window shopping. Yeah. Very wise. Yeah. Much better for your mental health. Exactly. No, I wouldn't <laughs> want to see the full one. He just... No, there's something in there. Well, nice to have you back in. <laughs> yeah. Our, we've, uh, we have, have a haven't seen you for ages. No,
2: I've been, uh, I've been about. I missed the um, villa game on Friday because I was, you know, synagogue, obviously. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the yeah. sacred night of the week. <laughs> I had, I had Friday it in night, the,
2: Friday
1: night, the, radio, it? Yeah. the
2: radio in the air, obviously, you know.
1: <laughs> they, As did everyone they else. I wondered why I was
2: cheering the service.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, get in, get in. Sorry, I just thought it was a good point. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, God you is drew right. a fine allegory. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I was gigging, so I missed that. But I got down there last night, so it was great. I really was happy. It's nice to be back.
1: Yeah, well, we had a good win last week, didn't we? And uh, well, none of us were actually there, though, were well, we? we? I was in a bar in uh, in Spain.
2: Uh, you were in a bar in Spain with um, I don't know dancing on the ceiling, playing next door. Oh, oh, yeah. Dancing <laughs> on the ceiling.
1: Oh, what a feeling! Dancing on the ceiling. Yeah, I I took a short video of the screen. Um, I didn't have commentary. I could have very, very, very faint commentary. So, you know, I couldn't hear what they were saying, and that was the accompaniment from the increasingly drunken bar next door. And it really—it's on our Twitter feed, which uh, is uh, at Not You Bentley. Mm. It's it's worth a watch. That really is what it's like watching at a bar in Spain. Mm. There's always something else going on, <laughs> and uh, they and the music seemed to fit in nicely with the Arsenal's performance, which was full of life and vig- vim and vigour and energy and all the stuff that has been far too often missing, I think. Yeah.
0: Well, it, it was bizarre because I was watching at home. I could have gone, but I'd had a crap week. and Oh, no,
1: what happened in your week? Oh,
0: well, the <sighs> of what didn't that? well, one, you know, we had Monday, we had the palace. Uh Then my dad fell over and I had to sort that out from where I was because uh, I lived... 45 miles away, despite my sister being five minutes away. Lazy cow, couldn't do anything.
2: How is it uh, to pick someone up from 45 miles away? <laughs> just, well, um, I'm organise
0: or... it via, you know, my niece and stuff. All right. So then I had to, I was working on a job and some people working in another room, but they're working online and they're in marketing. Now, anyone who works in marketing, please just fucking kill yourself. <laughs> All I had to listen to was yah, yah, oh, yah, oh, yah, 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 <laughs> yah. Hey, I'll put the ear protectors on in here. I couldn't stand it anymore. Yeah, well, let's get Tristan on board. And research shows that people do like clip bait. No, they don't. Nobody
2: likes
0: clip bait. So uh, that, I wish on, we'd had a camera on kids. Did
2: Tristan, did Tristan
0: get on board? Oh, there was Tristan, there was Pepper, there was all these polyps. Pepper. Millennial names, you know all those really weak woke millennial types. That was um, a pig, uh, Well, I didn't see the screen. I'm not,
1: I'm not going down that route. Dude, too. it was what you could hear was an episode of Peppa Pig. <laughs>
0: I never showed a Peppa Pig it would have been far more interesting. Did you
1: hear Doctor Brown Bear mention?
2: <laughs> I, I didn't. No idea what you're on about at this point. I've got to be honest. Your yeah, kids are younger must, than mine.
1: Oh, doesn't help. Many of our listeners <laughs> have suddenly gone into spasms. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and then Friday I get, uh, you know, I'd driven down a road and there was a camera, and I shouldn't have driven down the road at that time in the morning.
1: Oh, you're always contravening traffic Jeez. regulations, Keith.
0: Everybody in Walthamstow contravenes Stoke traffic regulations. You can't get from A to B without getting a PCN ticket. It's the worst place in the borough to drive. You can't drive yeah. anywhere. Right. You know, if you're driving through London, don't drive through bloody Walthamstow. You'll get just but
1: back in the day. If after a hard week, you'd have been down the so arse. I, I would have been. But
0: yeah. it was a. But the thing
1: having was- a good shout and getting out
0: your system. I know, but I just thought, you know what? I'll go down the Portuguese, met up with some mates, had a skinful, come home, watched it on the TV with a glass of prosecco.
2: <laughs> down the Portuguese. I don't. Down the Port- Walthamstow's <laughs> changed, isn't <Yeah>. it? <laughs> so that is
1: not a euphemism. No. <laughs>
2: Have you taken I mean, Linda up the Portuguese, have you? Yeah,
0: funny you should mention on, that. If you go
1: down the Portuguese, why does Linda go up the
2: Portuguese? <laughs> That's a fair point. I don't know. Uh, i
1: starting to feel that like I'm missing. Can't go down that road beyond six o'clock. So go on. Linda never gets a PCN, by the way. No, no, she
0: doesn't, funny enough. It's just me. But, you know, I mean... I just, so I after the can't. week
2: you had... I think Alan makes the a fair week. point.
0: And uh, also, because no. we had had a game Monday... And, you know, know, you've got to go out again. Monday and Friday was annoying. Yeah. Yeah. If it had been Saturday, great. Happy days or Sunday. But not Monday and then Friday. You're
2: right. But I was glad to get Palace out of the way and and have another game so soon. So soon. Well, i see where uh, you're
0: coming from because we looked a different team, you know.
2: Well, the equaliser, the equaliser against Palace seemed to. Uh, 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 Mikel Arteta said we won that game, the, the game against uh, Villa on the Friday in the dressing room against Palace on the Monday when they came in having equalised. Uh, Alan's looking so damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like Arteta. Well, I know. <laughs> I know.
1: It's plainly, plainly absolute bomb. Uh, But, you know, all right. That's what all he said. Ever.
2: But I understand that. A quick gap and then. Because remember, we used to play games every three or four days. Remember the good, the golden days when we were in Europe and all that. I do
1: well, of course. In between our two fixtures, the rest of the you know all the good, really the good sides were getting on with some serious action in the Champions League. Yeah, that
2: it? is true. That is true. And some the,
1: cracking, cracking games of football going on.
2: And the European, uh, you know, whatever. St. I Trophy.
1: What, this thing that Tottenham were in the Conference <laughs> League. Oh, I cannot, I'm just, no, no one knows what the hell no, it is. What is it? Games kick off. I was it. told last night that teams that could drop out of the Europa League. Into the conference, yeah, really. Yeah, there was. The, yeah, they get shoved out of it by teams being relegated from the top one. They get down to the next one, and another lot get relegated. to they organise this crap. Yeah, no one wants to be in it. No one understands it. it. used to drive us mad if you finally get through your Thursday nights and you're doing all right, and then it's suddenly into <laughs> Milan turn up, and you're only in it because you were shit in the other competition. <laughs> If you're out, you're out and get another going out one. We've been playing this for months. We've been all the way to Dundalk and Vienna and God knows where and you've just tipped up 20 million quid richer. And now you're in our cup. Yeah. Get out of our
2: cup. Yeah, it does seem a bit it was a bit like, wasn't it that, was that a children's thing? There were three in the bed and the little one said, roll over.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you didn't used to go around the cups. It used to be the, the three you cups. You're you out. Where, where you were. <laughs> you, you, you either won your time, went through, or you pissed off out of it. Now you're in the league for a bit and then you're in a knockout then you're out of that. Then you're in another league and then you might be in that one and no one knows who wins or where they are. No one gives a shit. And the ironic thing is, we're really glad we're not in that poxy thing. And I'm sure it helps, actually, if you're trying to get a side organised to play the Premier League at the weekend. It obviously helps not to have to worry about Europe. And, we, and we're glad we're not in the conference league, but at the same time, we're all bloody desperate to qualify for next season. Oh, we could win the Carabao, and we get into Europe, we've got to get up the table, get into Europe. Everyone, if we don't want to be in it. The only one you want to be in is the big one, and you can't win that anyway. <laughs> no, it's a fair point. You've got no chance of I'd take that. the
2: Europa, though, wouldn't you? I would take the I don't want the conference league. It seems ridiculous. I mean, do you kick no. off about... So
1: what do you have to go? You have to get fifth. To
2: get fifth or sixth, isn't it, Europa?
1: I thought, Six, provided Man City win the League Cup, which is what can we do about Man City now? <laughs> can anything be done? Spark <laughs> Hundred points and a domestic treble and a Champions League final, four straight League Cups, and you spend, and you go and get England's top player for 100 million, and they still haven't. There still haven't been any rules broken. It's all fine. Your bench would walk into any team basically in Europe, and that's all fine. It's a miracle what Jurgen Klopp's doing at Liverpool. It's an absolute mm. bloody miracle yeah. what that man. They've spent there. less
2: than West Ham, I believe, and certainly less I mean, than they
1: Tottenham. Had, they had a couple of big, big money signers, didn't they? The centre back and the goalkeeper, and but they earned that money by, by the way, they sold
2: Coutinho, yeah,
1: Coutinho, yeah. didn't they? And and uh, Suarez, they sold for huge money, and they sold Sterling for huge money. So they earned the money through transfer sales. But
2: they were in they were in the same position five six years ago that we are now.
1: Yes, so, yes, and they absolutely. hired the bloke that we didn't hire. <laughs>
2: there is a subtle difference, of course.
1: But it was staring us in the face. Yeah. We had a you know legend coming towards the end of his time in his 60s, not, not, things not clicking, never really felt he was going to win the league again, especially after 2016. That was, but it, there we are. he was there, he was for, for the taking in 2014 or 15 or wherever it was and Liverpool took him and he's been extraordinary. Yeah. Extraordinary. And before we talk a bit about Arsenal... How good were they at Old Trafford? How funny is it? I don't care which way on it goes. Right? I don't care if Liverpool beat United 5-0 or United beat Liverpool 5-0. It's brilliant to see one of them get a drubbing off someone. At home. <laughs>
2: at home. I mean, of all of all the bad results we had, and we had, you know, 8-2 and 6-1 away. At...
1: Oh, all right. We were just laughing at them. <laughs> what I'm saying is... You
2: have,
0: to, you have to
1: mention the 8-2. No, don't mention
0: the
2: 8-2.
1: Never no. mention
0: the 8-2.
2: I'm saying is that was worse cuz it was at home. Mm. It never happened to us at home, did it? It never. It no. wasn't that bad. Against your biggest rivals I mean it was brilliant and it could have been more than five nil. They just went five nil up and went, that'll do, wouldn't it? That'll do.
1: They had six booked and pole percent off. I mean they absolutely implemented. What would have been
0: great at halftime if this the announced uh, you know played some music like Exodus Movement of (laughs) Ya people, because they were (laughs) streaming out. (laughs) They were streaming out,
1: yeah. Yeah (laughs) they were all back in Surrey before (laughs) four. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh. Uh, The United should have had a goal, though, I felt. I felt Ronaldo's goal should have stood. was
2: offside in the build-up, wasn't it?
1: I thought. He was given offside because, and you know this is a bugbear of mine, because he was leaning forward. Oh, yeah. And because he's, cause he's sprinting and he's run making a run to get into attacking position, he's leaning forward. That is the way the human body moves when it's running. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you want to run in some odd upright position in an effort to stay on the side. Michael
2: Johnson, he would have been on the yeah, side. Michael Johnson it. never
1: offside because he had an unusually erect posture. But Ronaldo more the classical sprinter, leaning forward. Yeah. And therefore, it's straight, his torso would strum in his said, Absolutely.
2: Mate. You're right. But it was actually funny that they celebrated and then it wasn't a goal. Uh, I enjoyed yeah, it was that very moment. funny,
1: particularly in the Liverpool end. Uh, absolutely piss him.
2: So well, watching bad. Gary Neville trying not to say my mate should be sacked was pretty entertaining as well, wasn't it, to be honest? While Jamie Carragher's trying to egg him on. I know the whole thing was brilliant entertainment. I mean.
1: Well, I'm, I didn't see all that because I only saw the, the highlights of, match of the day two, after which Mark Richards and Ian Wright did a lengthy evisceration really of the Manchester United coaching staff and manager. you know, they don't, none of them like to say, Oh God, this is ridiculous. But no one, no one really felt when Oli Gunnar Solskjaer was appointed that he looked the part, that he was, that he was a good fit. We've seen that job destroy good managers. You know, David Moyes only got five minutes. We've seen what an excellent manager he is with what he's doing at West Ham and what he's done before and since. And, Louis van Gaal was delighted just to get an FA Cup and get out of there. Uh, Mourinho, he couldn't make it happen no, either. No. And uh, now Solskjaer, well, he's just getting burned to the stake. I mean, this is really, come someone, put the fire out and cut him down and let him go. <laughs> this is <laughs> well, absolute torture watching a man go to a thousand death of a thousand cuts. They've like got this.
2: the same number of points as us. After our worst start to the season, we're on the same number of points as them and they've spent how much on Sancho and Varane and Ronaldo? Don't,
1: don't, you, we don't get to say, how much have you spent? We don't get, we haven't got that card anymore, well, my friend. they
2: spent more We've got than a us.
1: £72 million yes. pound winger who, who appears to play football with his, actually with his eyes shut. <laughs> <laughs> he appears to have no idea where he is on the pitch or where anyone else is. You know, that's one thing you say about Henri. Henri always knew where everyone was on the football pitch. Pepe never knows where anyone. Is, least of himself. all itself. When he <laughs> fell over,
2: you were laughing quite a bit. I have to say,
1: <laughs> There's a moment in the Leeds game. Listen, we all watched it yesterday uh, uh, from our regular block, block thirty-two. Nice to be a block thirty-two. And uh, <laughs> Pepe got the ball on the far side. Did a good turn. He does this thing where he gets, he gets, he feels the opponent's right behind him. So he turns suddenly and he can do it in a narrow space. And oh, he's off and the crowd cheer. Oh, here he goes. And then he literally just fell over nothing. I mean, there was no, like nothing. there was an invisible post or tripwire or something. <laughs> and now I, I, Danny went in the grass again. And oh, Jesus. <laughs> I just heard Jay. He had a shocking. Game. I just
2: heard Jay behind us go 72 million quid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a
1: bit unfortunate. (laughs) He did not pay back any of that fee last night He's
2: not in the first team though, is he? Let's be fair
1: He's not Well, finally he's not in the first team He was given so many chances But certainly I feel like everyone else does That the Smith-Rowe-Saka situation Has got to stay there for the rest of the season feel Really, Pepe's been given so many opportunities And Actually, Lacazette had a very good game. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, Arguably, it was his best game in an Arsenal shirt, I felt, because he seemed highly motivated to do well. Against Villa. So I'm talking about Gates-Aston Villa. He he came on and he was very, very motivated in the Crystal Palace game when he came on as a sub and he affected the game and scored the equaliser. And the Brighton game,
2: by the way, he affected as well when he came on for the last 15
1: minutes. He made a difference there. It seems like he's hacked off about not playing and actually he's got something about him and that's what he's showed. He still has his limitations as a player. And he can't beat a man. His passing is inconsistent. But he doesn't mind or he didn't mind the physical fight mm. and he's battling with Douglas Louise. He's battling with Tyrone Mings, who's an absolute monster. And these are good players, tough players who don't normally find themselves... Bested, yeah. you know, but Dean Smith said, Oh, we we got dominated physically in the first half. I thought no one said that about an Arsenal team, honestly, since <laughs> since Vieira left. Yeah. I mean, they, has anyone ever said we were dominated physically by Arsenal? Yeah.
2: Danielson and Kazula were too much for us physically. <laughs> Cesc,
1: Cesc and Thomas Rositzki. There's yeah. only Flamini rolling yeah. his sleeves up. Yeah. No I mean that was really that was good to hear. It was good to see us be feisty and and put in the it's few tapasins. game wasn't
2: it? Well, I enjoyed it that. It was. I
1: enjoyed that. At first ten
2: minutes you thought hello they're getting stuck in here and I well go back to what Mikel Arteta said they were in the dressing room on the Monday night <laughs> saying let's carry over. I'm going to keep doing this. Let's carry over that feistiness of the last two minutes of Palace into the next game and they were angry all week and they were growling at each yeah, other on the training ground. Yeah I yeah, bet like <laughs> they were. Well let's open against
1: Leicester. Was there anyone against
2: Leicester
0: last night you thought yeah they're they're someone
1: who's going to say don't forget about me I'm trying to get into the first team well the two standout players for me were Ainsley Maitland Niles Mm -hmm. Conservative yeah and Eddie Eddie and Kettinger both of whom are very very talented footballers and they're super fit and quick and athletic and they've got a lot going for them great touch but they haven't been getting any football in the Premier League and they are clearly Premier League standard the pair of them uh, Ainsley's got a different style of play to Granite Jacker, who he's ostensibly standing in for. He likes the ball at his feet. He likes to play it on the floor. He likes to play short and run onto one twos. He likes to play with teammates rather than getting his head up and pinging it 30, 40 yards. He can hit a decent pass over distance, but he's much more, he likes football close to him and uses burst of speed and his touch. And he was the outstanding midfielder on the pitch last night. And bearing in mind that, Leeds had Calvin Phillips playing, uh, who's been absolutely superb yeah. for a couple of seasons. I thought he quitted himself very, very well. And then in Nketiah playing number nine. Uh, it's just nice to see him get a chance. I long thought he deserved more chances. It's difficult to get that shirt in our team. Bamiyang's had it all season, and then Lacazette's back up. It's a, it's a hard, hard for him to get the shirt, but he showed everything that he's got. Mm. His willingness to fight... The way he chased down that feeble back pass, got on it and beat the keeper and just managed to get that in for 2-0. It's a crucial goal. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's a sort of Eddie goal, isn't it? He'll make something. He'll be on to you. If you make a mistake, he's there. Yeah. He did he's well. He's got a little bit of Ian Wright about him in that it's all about, it's really mainly about goals. But he works hard for the side. And I've heard lots of people say he's not good enough for Arsenal, not good enough. I th- he is actually. He certainly is. Mm. Well good enough for Arsenal. Especially bear in mind that we're ninth. Yeah. He's more than I thought thought Rob Holding had a good
0: game. I like the way he's carrying the ball forward a lot. He was
2: pumped, by the way, from the very start. I mean, they lined up, they had a quick sort of wave to the crowd and then they're off. And he was the one who ran away to the penalty area first. And I thought, because I think it was a northern thing. I think he Hmm. was like, we're not having these northerners coming to my turf.
1: Uh, I I imagine that, you know, given the, the way Arteta's changed the team and given new players a chance straight away. Um, play, and there was no reason really that Holding in particular should have lost his shirt. Mm. Um, but he, he lost it to Ben White and that's the manager's choice and, and White and Gabriel have looked quite good together. Yeah. But we are still conceding goals. It's not like we're watertight. And so maybe Holding feels a bit hard done by it and, mm. and, and there's no European, there's no Thursday night. There's one of the things you have got with Thursday night football you can games. get a game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we won't see Balogun and Nketiah until the quarterfinal of the League Cup. And if we get a tough draw, we might not see him in that either, yeah, might there's we? There's some
2: not? good teams left in that competition as well. But back to what you said about Ainsley, I thought, I watched Ainsley last night playing in the centre and midfield and thought, yeah, there's the guy that he wants to be, really. And, and if... Yeah. And if you know, is out for a little bit more time and he wants to wrestle a conga. I would be happy for Ainsley and niles to sit in there next to Partey. I mean, I really would. But I like I the way he a, a excellent.
1: But, yeah. you know,
2: if you look at the team like years ago, that would have been a,
0: a, a League Cup team full of kids. Last night, it wasn't. And actually, what was good to see, I know the first half was a bit raggedy, but once they got their rhythm together in the second half, you think at least this team, if we have players injured, we can bring in players of a good quality now are not really substandard. I mean, if, if you know, God forbid Ben White was seriously injured, you bring in Rob Holding. You know, what? we've got good backup, you know.
1: They certainly settled down after they scored, uh, didn't they? The first half, it felt like we'd returned a little bit to the the Arteta uh, oh, days where things weren't going forwards and shots, we weren't getting shots off, and Leeds, was, Leeds were playing quite well. No. We didn't look like we had it about us. The, the goal, Callum James came off the bench another player with a lot to prove, hadn't really done anything wrong and can't get a game... And they scored with his first touch. Apparently, the uh, set piece coach, yes. one of the pit, one of the pit crew, I <laughs> uh, read, told him, "You're going to score with your first touch." Um, He's probably says that he, every game. Who knows? Yeah, maybe he does, or maybe he is uh, some sort Not of soothsayer, and we can see the future. <laughs> well, tell us in where which we're, case, you know. he'd be an excellent member of the pit crew. Yeah,
2: tell us where we're going to finish. <laughs> yeah, we can plan for next season. Are we getting to Europe? Now, can I ask
0: a question? The Leeds manager was he locked up in a cage for a long period of time? Because <laughs> Alan pointed out, he said, "Watch, watch the Leeds manager every time they have, they take a corner." And Alan, you described the, the... Well, he paces around. Yeah, but it's the same he pace. At, he looks
1: at the ground. Yeah. He stares at the ground, and he paces in a clockwise direction, along to the end of the technical area, then round, so sort of curves around in front of his own bench. And then loops back up to the same place, and then squats down as if to defecate. <laughs> and they they hadn't brought his bucket <laughs> last night. Whether he has a Premier League bucket and he didn't, he hasn't got a car, but he had nothing to squat. So can I say? But every time there are quite a lot of corners, and he did it. Every time He did do that quite a bit. I
2: should point out for people who aren't aware. He doesn't defecate in the bucket, does he? Whoa, <laughs> well, do not. Well, you, know, you say that.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, but he has, doesn't
1: you, he? You don't know. I don't that. know
2: that. Does he sit does he sit on a water cooler <laughs> or something like a like a
1: drinks thing? Oh, they well, they've got him. They, they had a bucket for a while, and then they got him they made him a padded, specially padded, is it padded thing.
2: Is it? I mean, it, yeah. I mean, hearing the noises <laughs> Keith was making, just put bringing his sort of shoulders back, and I'm looking at Bielsa, <laughs> who's a little bit older than us, I believe, and and yes, it's it quite is. impressive the way he can squat down like that. He can squat down. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Well, it's more. What's more impressive is he can get up again. <laughs> <laughs> just squatting down. That's the easy part. Yeah.
2: Well, he sits there <laughs> through half time. other <I laughs> the coaches left him.
0: It was funny because you watched the, these men. It, and he's walking around like a prisoner in a very small cell. And then you look at Arteta; he's looking like a bloke who's trying to catch a taxi <laughs> or a bus. You know, jumping up and down waving. don't go, 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 go away! Stop! Stop! stop.
1: He's just... Absolutely demented in the technical area, and he's absolutely crazy. Now, a couple of things that Arteta said this week um, about about young players who've shown a bit of form, and uh, hmm. I, I thought we might talk about it. I've had an email from Adrian Sinjin B. Uh, Adrian says Morning lads Long time This is the first time emailer. I do often tag At not you Bentley In tweets um, Anyway Did you see this quote From Arteta About Eddie Eddie and Ketty Are after the Leeds win I'm delighted to see His performance He totally deserved it He has other players Who play in that position And he has a personal situation But I try to leave that aside Oh uh, I know No And uh, Oh Shit. Oh, so Adrian says, well, Why make a snide comment and reference to something that's clearly a personal situation? Well, this is and then he says of Arteta, he is so unlikable, he's so arrogant. It pains me to see such a twat at the helm of our club. Never mind the fucking captain, he's a real shitbag. So he's really... He's <laughs> not, he's not sitting mate. on the fence, Adrian, not <laughs> no, sitting on the that fence. escalated quickly,
2: think. didn't it? <laughs> yeah, didn't it? I
1: like him. Uh, uh, thank you so much for this podcast. I would have zero connection to our club anymore if it wasn't for you lot. This email was highly cathartic. <laughs> I will never email you again. Best, Adrian. Well, don't... P.S. Yeah. Fuck Shaka again, twat. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I suggest you email every week, Adrian, because no, don't thanks, Adrian.
1: Up, <laughs> mate. But I, I very much enjoyed the way you expressed yourself. But on a more serious note, why did he say that about Eddie? Why did he reveal suddenly... What is that about? Because he did a similar thing to Smith Rowe. Keith and I were talking about it yesterday, where he said that Smith, Smith Rowe was outstanding against... And he's outstanding. Like, full
2: stop. He's a brilliant, absolutely. brilliant footballer. And he's but on better. the
1: night, that night in, yeah. wasn't he brilliant? Yeah. And he got a bit of fortune with his goal, but he deserved it. He's touched that. And when he's, he's such a talented yeah, footballer, yeah. and he's, and he has been since he first clapped eyes on him as a teenager but when he first started appearing. He's got
2: better, has not he? I mean, he has improved. He's getting goals now. He's getting. He's running into more dangerous positions. He just looks like just a high-class player. Yeah, and and
1: that's, you know, it's all to do with his talent and it's to do with getting picked regularly. But Arteta then said he's changed his lifestyle. I did.
2: I did Uh, see him say that. That's right. What does does that mean?
1: Why have you said that? What does that mean? Drinking less. What does it mean he's changed his lifestyle? What does it mean he's got a personal situation that I leave aside? Why does he... Throw these nuggets in that seem to cast slightly cast dispersions on young kids at 20, 21 years old or whatever they are. I think I think Smith Rose 21, maybe NK is 22. Just the young kids coming through at Arsenal, super talented boys, and we want to play for Arsenal for years. And now immediately you have a little question, why well, what's what's the personal situation? And what's the lifestyle? That really implies all kinds of late-night shenanigans where he should be in bed, doing things he shouldn't be doing. And who knows what? And and it also in a real kind of snidey way says, but it's because of me, because of me and my coaching team. And we've we've managed to save him from his lifestyle think- through our good guidance. We've What are you saying these things for? And I really find it Quite unsettling. I, if I was in the dressing room, I wouldn't like it. Why he said that about Eddie for? He has just run his socks off for Arsenal for an hour and a half, scored a goal, been part of a win, scored a goal in the last round, so appears to score pretty much whenever he's picked, never gets a run in the side, a decent lab of the big future, but now it's all about a personal situation, which I like to keep aside. Why would you mention it then, if you want to keep it aside? Yeah,
2: but isn't there an alternative explanation that in terms of Smith Rowe, he's basically saying that he's, He's working on himself, on his personal whatever's going on with him and he's improved and fair play to him and with Eddie... He's he's actually almost making an excuse for him and saying, "Look, part of the reason he hasn't progressed is because of this personal issue, which I'd rather not go into." Yeah, but I mean, isn't Arteta, that an explanation for what? I don't know. I think Arteta <laughs> should remind no. rem- no. Arteta should remember he's
0: running a football club and not a Christian cult following. You know, <laughs> you know. Oh, since they've come to me, they've been redeemed and I,
1: saved. That is closer to the truth. There's something about him, yeah, because because of the things that I do. These lads are good. Right. And the ones who aren't good, who aren't doing what I say they should do, I just find it quite – it doesn't sit well. Keep your trap shut about their lifestyle. They're young kids under huge pressure. Keep your mouth shut about their lifestyle or their personal situations. But no one needs to know about that That's in-house And if a player's play very, very well Then you take the opportunity to say so publicly To help boost his confidence You don't have to put a little fly in the ointment To get a little seed of doubt So people think there's something else going on Oh, thank God Thank God the manager's able to rescue him From the wrong path in life He's been trying his best at Arsenal-Smith Row Since he was nine years old He's one who went to Chelsea for a trial And we got him yeah. that, was, that was a close run thing and he's never given anything less than his best, and he's a massive talent. Ah, oh, didn't oh, I didn't like it? No, no but you're a not a fan. Feeling. You're
2: not a fan, though, are you? To be fair, of, of, because of
1: things like this, so yeah, mm. it's, I'm not a fan now of uh, my own personal madness, and so I don't <laughs> deny that exists. <laughs> I'm not a fan because of cumulatively snidey little <laughs> remarks, flashes of arrogance, wanting to take credit but never criticism. It doesn't reflect well. It's that things stay in-house in and mm. nothing got out under George and Arsene would never coat the players in public. Absolutely, he would never say anything. about it. he would defend players who'd committed actual criminal acts on the pitch. Yeah. He would defend players who'd spat in other players' faces. He would defend players who'd thrown punches. He would defend people who'd kick people when they are on the ground. He would defend them all because he knew that he needed them on the next Saturday.
2: And also, who hasn't got personal <laughs> issues as well, to be fair? Of course. We've all got And stuff how would going you, on. if
1: you hadn't, if you, if you didn't have, and then suddenly you're on social media, age 21, and you're playing for, he's been playing for England. Remember Smith Rowe, he, he won the Under-17 World Cup yeah. with England. He's been playing high-pressure football for years. He went off to Germany on loan, he did that. Huddersfield. He went he went to Hullers, He's Everywhere he's gone, he's done everything that's been asked of him. Yeah, and now there's some aspersion being cast. Now, uh, now all people who want to say is, "What's his lifestyle then? What's his lifestyle thing?"
2: But then they're keeping an eye out. So anytime they see him have a drink in a bar, they go, "Oh, oh it creates yeah. a pressure." I, mean, on I suppose the you're right.
1: Like like Keith was saying last night, even if he was doing anything wrong. That was seriously wrong. If he was drug-taking in nightclubs, for example, you can't get away with that nowadays. Not with everybody in the club's got a phone. Testing. Not with social media. Yeah. If Jack Wilshire got into a scrap outside a nightclub 2 o'clock in the morning, it's all over the papers the next day. Yeah. And, the, and the way, how did Wenger deal with that? He said, I like the fact that Jack stayed and fought for his friend. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer that he would do that than run away or leave him to it. I like that about Jack. That was all he said <laughs> Yeah. He basically said, fair play to Jack. I love Jack. You know one of the things I love most about Jack? He gets into fights outside our clubs at 2am. It's one of his better qualities. He made it like that. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I want to just
2: defend him for the sake of defending him, yeah. but he is a young coach, Mikel Arteta. It's his first proper job. And coaches have to learn as well. We've seen how the difference when you watch Ole Gunnar Solskjaer coach up against Jurgen Klopp. And, and a, I mean, they've got some talent, you know, but on the pitch they just got outclassed because Jurgen Klopp is a hundred times better as a coach. And Mikel Arteta is still learning and there is the personal yeah. relationship stuff that Mikel Arteta is learning as well. You are I'm right. I'm just but- saying... You know, but there is, know.
0: listen, there is a roadmap book of this, isn't it? Wenger never did it. Ferguson didn't do it. Klopp doesn't do it. So that Guardiola doesn't come out and say stuff like that. You
2: go- Guardiola has, uh, has criticized his players from time to time. Maybe that's where he's learned it. Perhaps. Yeah. But but mm-hmm. uh, I know what you're saying.
0: Yeah, the roadmap book is there, and I think <sighs> you should follow what previous top managers do.
2: Yeah, You know. I mean, it's not like they're not playing for him. It's not like they're not playing oh, for no, him. I mean, they're unbeaten in eight. And they are, they are, I mean, even Palace was grim. I mean, it was grim I mean, mm. watching that game. Mm. And I was, really I, I mean, poor, it was, the when they they, they equalised, and my mate texted me, he said, I'm almost angry they equalised because it, it it made me mm. feel that I can't be as angry as I want to be. And I understood that. Yeah. But there's a That's... lot of people feeling, like,
1: I feel like that myself. Yeah. I see it and I think, this isn't good enough. Well, it isn't at the this moment. not good It enough. isn't at the and moment, but... There's a lot of money spent and there was this, there's a real feeling of stagnation. There's a lot of talent in the team now. I was particularly impressed on uh, Friday night by Ramsdale, oh, who I thought his passing his passing from the box is really top draw. Oh, he really Lennar does ping night. it. Yeah, Leno doesn't just can't, can't do it. He can't do yeah. it. Some of his passes work out and looks that many of them are overhit or... Yeah. Inaccurate, whereas Ramsdale seems to be able to ping it around like a, mid, like a holding midfielder. I'm so assuming
2: f- you've you've been on this podcast praising Ramsdale because I've watched him this season. I absolutely love him oh, for the Tottenham blankiever. game. For the Tottenham game, I was behind the the, uh, the Arsenal goal for the first half, so all the goals were scored at the opposite end, and. Uh, and watching Ramsdale interact with the ball boys and the crowd and just the way he's got everyone on side so quickly. I absolute, I mean, he could be an absolute hero for our really? ball, I mean, really a I legend. Think, oh
1: yes, I think that's right. I think the way – this is how you can see it. We've been watching this a long time. Players turn up and if they're the right fit, they're the right fit pretty much straight away. You see it straight away, you know. Actually, funny enough, we're recording this Listen, on the 28th of October – and it was on the 28th of October 17th. 2003, <laughs> yeah. uh, um, 27th, yeah. sorry, it is 27th, go out on the 28th. Uh, it was on the 28th of October 2003 that Cesc Fabregas made his debut really. and he, as a, a schoolboy yeah. in, a, in a game, in a League Cup game. And it, immediately you saw with him, immediately. He's going to work. He took to it like a duck to water. He really did. And he was in the first team. Soon after that, the following season, he would, and he was just wonderful. Um, you see, players, certain players, they turn up and they're fine straight away. They settle in straight away. They hit the ground running. Patrick Vieira was another one, and and, and it was the same applies with managers. You just get a feeling or you don't. I never got a feeling with Lampard at Chelsea. I never got a feeling. With Solskjaer at United, I got a horrible feeling immediately with Pochettino at Tottenham. (laughs) Straight away, after years of crap, (laughs) half-decent managers going in and getting shredded by the Tottenham mess, suddenly here was a fellow who got them going in the right direction, harnessed Harry Kane and Son... And delivered an attacking, winning football team within within a year. He transformed them. One of the
2: trophy. (laughs) Very good. He
1: was. (laughs) He was so good. He nearly won a cup of bloody Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah,
2: and Ramsdale. You're right, though. Ramsdale feels exactly that way. And I saw him interviewed after I can't remember which game that we'd won. Maybe it was Spurs when he was interviewed with Dave Seaman. The two of them Standing there And I thought It's a young David Seaman as well." Exactly we, That's what I was, was just going to say it feels, feels like yeah.
1: that I love him It does feel love like him. that Seaman Seaman are They're different characters yeah. Seaman was very laid back Yeah But Seaman arrived at Arsenal And immediately Slotted in We'd had a good keeper before Popular keeper we would won the league um, But why Why is he buying this fella we, we got we got John Lukic We're alright aren't we And then we saw him Oh And it was actually away at Tottenham when he saved four one-on-ones against Lineker. And everyone was going, see me, see me. And he turned around, just winked and gave us a thumbs up. This guy's awesome. Yeah, but
2: that's all you need, isn't it? It's yeah. that connection. He did it, uh, Ramsdale did it at Burnley, didn't he? He had that connection with the fans at Burnley. And watching him get the ball boys to wind up Delhi Alley, was I just went, I love you, mate. I love you. I would walk through fire towards you. What a man. Well, it
1: was interesting, too, wasn't it, that we then had Emmy Martinez come back. With Aston Villa, he's made he's made a big success of his move to Aston Villa. He's got himself in the Argentina team. He's won the Copa America with Lionel Messi. I mean, he's he's experiencing some great highs. Um, and he, and he came back to Arsenal and crashed to earth with a bump because <laughs> there he was dreaming of a clean sheet and three points and he watched his team get smashed yeah, in front of him, yeah. at least in the first half anyway. And the second half is a bit more even.
2: He got booed as well. Keith, you were complaining about that, well, weren't you? Because I was watching it, was, it on the, TV. was that
1: over the penalty?
0: Well, I was watching it on the TV, so they didn't emphasise, but uh, Damien said there was uh, something with Lacazette, it was a bit of one-to-one, and then when it started... Uh.
1: So, yeah, yeah because Martinez does a bit does like to get after the penalty taker and he certainly was doing that plan for Argentina in shootouts. No but this it was Aubameyang. Ill-
2: Aubameyang took the
1: penalty. This, hey. He was trying to get to Aubameyang. Yeah. And Lacazette got in between. Oh, them. I see. Lacazette squared up to him and uh, just basically said, Get back to your line. Right. And then there was a bit of lip and then Lacazette just smiled at him. Right. And said, Well, you know exactly what you're about, mate. <laughs> Go and stand on your line.
2: It was hard for you to tell though, watching in a bar in Spain with three times a lady playing next door though. <laughs>
1: What a feeling, <laughs> dancing on the ceiling. <laughs> but it was more like this: What a feeling, oh, dancing right. on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> was about twenty people. Oh. But even even with that going on, I thought, oh, hello, Lacazette and Martinez are having a thing. And then he'd he'd save the pen brilliantly. Mm. <clears throat> But he didn't palm it away, did he? He didn't palm it away, and he, he used to do that with Arsenal. He would sometimes not. He was better at it than the Leno, but he, that's that's a mistake for a keeper. That's a mistake. It's, he knew he'd made a mistake, and Over got the rebound. Yeah, could and rebound. Was, you could see that he was gutted. He was gutted
2: so gutted. So good. I think. I think out of the three of them, I would have Aaron Ramsdale straight away. And I must say, oh. I would. I said this. Before he came, everyone they're going on about um, Aaron Ramsdale and twenty whatever million, and he's been relegated four seasons in a row or something. And I thought, no, 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 I've seen him play well, well, and I want to see how he does for us, and I love his personality, and I think he's going to be playing. for Aaron Ramsdale games for us.
1: was voted Player of the Season at Sheffield United and Bournemouth and AFC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's and he's very likely, although Gabriel, big big Miriams in with a shout, and of course, uh. Young kids up front, but he's going to be a contender for Player of the Season Beautiful. for Arsenal if he keeps going the way he's going. And I, I know I agree with you. I, I'm very pleased we have him. Yes. I was very disappointed. I don't think Leno should ever have been signed. Um, we didn't need him. We had Martinez already, and he was one of several mistakes made by the Sanelli, Misslinte, whoever was in charge of Emery's transfers. Yeah. And we never, never needed to bring him in from Germany. And nothing against him. But we didn't need to buy him in the first place. Yeah. Anyway, that was a mistake. Selling Martinez was a mistake. Finally, fair play to, you know, credit where it's due for the current management or Edu or whoever was doing this, you know, good signing. players. Uh, he's a very good signing. Gabriel's a good signing. Partey's immensely talented. Tommy Yasu's done a good job at right back. And uh, a word as well for Nuno Tavares, yes, the dog I snogger. Like uh, <laughs> dog
2: snog. I don't. Can <laughs> I miss something? <laughs> yeah,
1: hang on a
0: minute. Can we rewind the dog snogger? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, is, is this
1: something that he loves his dogs? Oh, <laughs> right. okay,
0: fair enough.
2: I'm told, right? <laughs> it's Alexis Sanchez level of loving dogs, is it? <laughs> Does the
1: Reverend
0: Arteta
1: know about this? Someone sent me a thing, <laughs> I don't even know if it's tomorrow. It's not a sex tape. Can I just say that Thank right you. now before I let. Say anything that hints at something dark in the style of for example Mikel Arteta. He's got some personal Forecast issues, some inspiration and then fall back some personal well, canine well, issues. Nuno is a wonderful player, big talent, super athlete. We're not going well, I I don't get involved with the dog stuff. <laughs> yeah. <but> a wonderful <laughs> the bestiality <he> thing. <laughs> we've got That's, under control. This is really you see now you can see what I'm getting at here. Yeah. This is what I mean with Arteta. That, Apart that. from the fact this shit stinks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's wonderful. He's got a great left foot. His wife is having an affair with Brian. But i stand aside from that.
2: <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean I do see that. But I like the I like Tavares as well. This is what I'm saying. There's a lot of things that I like about this team, and I and I understand your reservations about the manager. I absolutely do. But I'm I'm sort of I don't know, I'm quite enjoying some of this season.
1: Well, look, Arteta can't change. You you might be right, and I hope you are, that it's inexperienced sometimes. Yeah. And saying things you shouldn't say in press conferences is a big part of the job, and maybe you'll learn that. But listen, they're backing him. They're backing him with money, and they're backing him even though the results haven't been that good last season, And well, poor yeah. last season. Yeah. Um, they said, all right, COVID, there's a few things happening. We won't fire you on that. We'll give you another year and big, big money. So now go and show us, show that our faith in you is justified. Get the team playing. And if they play like they did in the first half against Tottenham and then the first half against Villa, full of life and energy and showing all their talent, they, they can do it. Yeah. They can definitely do yeah. it. And and that's they've got a terrific goalkeeper now. And the point made Arteta going, we're the youngest team in the league, but that's not an excuse No, mate, it's not an excuse, because you picked it. (laughs) So you bought a load of Very Young players but
2: but that's something um, else to get behind isn't it really I've always enjoyed it uh, my football when I I've had I young players true. in the team I, I, well, and you well, that's what I think, I the think, think the fans the, like the oh, are you know. behind the team
0: and that's what and there's a better atmosphere now and, and I think
1: we want them to do yeah, well yeah. and you know la had a very good game oh, he was great uh, the other Villa. night as well he was great and then but then mate the comes in and shows that you know what he can do really? there was a moment like that Leeds were playing on, a bit on the break and Dan James signed for them and he's very very fast and he got he haired off into our half, and it could have been trouble. He did well
2: there, Ainsley, yeah.
1: Mate, the knives tracked him all the way back. Matty's so quick, got all the way back there, 60 yards, and then would not buy any dummies whatsoever and blocked
2: Made the block. I Mm. I was wondering whether he should have engaged him sooner, but he did exactly the right thing there, Ainsley. Dan James doesn't get his head up, though, does he? Ever, as far as I can tell, when I mean, he plays the game. No,
1: although, to be fair to him, there was no one there. No, no not enough. <laughs> sometimes no. it used to happen with overmars. Yeah. He was so
2: fast. <laughs> there is that. Yeah, no a, one could keep up. So, I, you know, I, I have a bit of positivity about me at the moment, and, and I'm I'm travelling, hopefully, because what else are you going to do? And I'm I'm glad to be back well, in the Well, you've got a reason
1: to be positive, yeah. because we have won a few games. Eight games, games yeah. without... Yeah. You know, we've won speaking. some matches. We beat Spurs and Villa at home, and those are good results. Yeah. And and uh, a little bit disappointing the Palace performance, and Brighton as well, really. But we, got, we didn't lose the games. No. And we've won these three League Cup ties. So that's, you know, there's, there's something. Something. Nearly, you feel like the engine's nearly stopped, yeah. you know. <laughs> can, we, can we now go to Leicester and get? That's a big test. You know, we beat them last year away. Yeah.
2: If we can keep it going until the Liverpool game, then we'll see what we're about because they're really quite good, aren't they? Let's well, sure. uh, no.
0: this is it.
1: Listen, if oh, we no. can get oh, any shit. kind of
0: result against How Leicester... How good are
1: Chelsea? They won 7-0 the other day. Yeah. Norwich are terrible. Yeah, though. but if they we could are. get a result against uh, Leicester and then maybe just get
0: a draw against <laughs> Liverpool or something like that, that'd be a good sign, wouldn't <laughs> it? That's
1: the following week. Yeah, it's
2: that... Watford? No, I think it's Watford, isn't it, coming up? Or is it Liverpool first? I'm not totally sure. We've
1: got Leicester okay, and then... I'm looking at I'm looking at it. i I'll tell you. Yeah, we got Leicester, and then we have Watford at home on the seventh of November. Yeah. and okay. then there's quite a break because there's international uh, oh, World Cup qualifiers. Because
2: because Arsene Wenger wants those every two years, doesn't he? Now, oh, why, why do we even have to have qualifiers? <laughs> can't I just tip up, <laughs> just go right there. There, <laughs> everyone. It's just 211 there. countries. Keith. Well, just why can't out. Why
1: we can't can... the Euros be the qualifiers for the World Cup? Now, if you get to the last sixteen of the Euros, you're in. You get to the World Cup. <laughs> uh, Liverpool against Arsenal at Anfield is 20th of November at 5:30 Saturday. Mm. All right. Evening kickoff. All right. uh, and then we got then we got Saudi Arabia turning up the following week, and then we go to <laughs> Old Trafford on a Thursday, and then we go to Everton on the Monday afternoon. Man United on a Thursday. What? Man United away Thursday on a Thursday night. night. <laughs> So we play Liverpool, Newcastle, Liverpool away, Newcastle at home, Man United away and Everton away. Hang, In a two-week, have, dro-
0: have Man United mm. somehow dropped down into the Europa League without knowing it? Somehow know. we've Why? qualified for Europa League. We're now playing them on a
2: Thursday. have absolutely it's, no idea. Nice. Some, no idea. You wait
0: for computer
2: glitch somewhere. Now all that matters is the fans will miss the last train home by about ten minutes. right?
1: That's the way yeah. that they work with the fixtures. Well, uh, they will, mate, because it's an oh, eight fifteen kickoff. They certainly will. Yeah. Yeah. So well, the they, You know
2: in, will it? Yeah.
1: That's a real Isn't it They don't, they don't care Don't either. care No of course they, they don't, don't care, care. Why, why is it 8.15 7.45 would make a difference yeah. It's insane, but, you know. I tell you, the
2: league's pulled down
0: a hell
1: of a lot, didn't they, last night? They was uh, virtually had most of the clock end, you know. It was, uh... Well, that's why it's nice about yeah. the cups, yeah. isn't it? Because you get, get 9,000 tickets. It's...
2: Well, they wasn't it? Wasn't it, what They were announcing last night, block 25, please sit down. <laughs> no, stay in. Don't not, they were not allowed to go out. Stay in your seats. Stay, stay in your seats. Seat. Well, stay that...
1: in your seats at half time.
2: Yeah. Oh. oh, is that what it yeah. was? Yeah.
1: Right. So uh, now. As opposed the, to what? Was... There was a little bit of argy bargy uh, between Arsenal and Leeds fans in that corner. Oh, I see. Uh, the southwest corner, which is normally all Arsenal. Yeah. But a load oh. of it's given over in the cups. And so there was something going on. So, I've never heard it before. Stay in your seats, block 25. Right? <laughs> yeah. you a demerit. You haven't behaved well in maths. No break time for you. Yeah. Yeah. You'll sit here and think about what you've done. Zero. It's not fair. Why do we all get punished uh, just because
2: of that? You
0: can't have a hot dog at half time. <laughs> it's That's your it. own half time <laughs> you're
2: wasting. <laughs>
1: yeah. You are not allowed to go and queue up for 15 minutes for a pint of beer, which you then have nine seconds to drink. <laughs> Is it really impossible... To devise yeah. some system where you could get people something at half time without a 20 minute queue that renders the whole thing pointless. I don't,
2: I don't like people eating at football grounds anyway. Stop it. Do you not? Not really, no. I just, don't care. Well, you don't go there for food. I go there for the football. A beer, oh, yes, right.
1: but not. I'm going to take you up Frank Warren's <laughs> box. Oh, box is
2: different. <laughs> and that's
0: <Like> civilised. <laughs> that, that is, is not, it not
1: a table. T- t-
2: <laughs> it sounded like a euphemism. When you're
1: licking the blue cheese off your fingers, my friend. Oh,
2: my God. Alan. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I um, yeah, I
1: also the quince, the quince jam.
2: <laughs> really, quince jam in the box? That sounds lovely. Did they have a rotisserie? <laughs> chicken on a today.
1: If you what, if Frank wants a rotisserie, Frank, there'll have have yeah, be a rotisserie.
2: Can I just say, by the way, I know we sat, we sit down quite a bit, but I. For the Tottenham game, I was in the um, I was in the north bank. I was in the singing bit behind uh, the goal. We stood up the whole game. I like. I mean, it really was fun to be standing up the whole game. You've still got legs, yeah, in. that
1: Well done, Ian. <laughs> Yeah. But that was a wonderful match. It was a wonderful atmosphere, but... You threw up before off time. Uh, it was all right last night with the Carlin Cuppers. It wasn't it too wasn't bad. It wasn't too bad
2: at all, was it? And it was actually, quite a lot of
1: regulars there, watching it on
0: TV, the Villa game, you could really hear the Arsenal crowd. And I think that since we've become a bit shit and the pandemic has We've cleared out all the tourists, all the wannabes, you know, all the ones who just the faux Arsenal fans. I think we've got some real gooners tipping up these days.
2: Covid has well, improved the atmosphere. Is well, what maybe, yeah,
0: yeah. I think it has because we just haven't got tourist fans anymore. No, not against the tourist fan. Any Arsenal fan who lives in wherever and comes to see our club, fine, that's good. But the ones who are just going, "Who's who's playing today? Who's?" Well,
1: yeah, I'll just come and watch this game, shall I? Oh, no, I don't like that, you know. That's an invented category. Yeah, right? you've never met anyone who fits that. <laughs> Who's there explained. is the casual, <laughs> you know. No, I like, yeah, oh, no. read you an email from. Uh, there's an email from Matt Village. I don't know if that's his real surname. Village. Uh, hi, it could be. Hi, Al, and everyone. Long time fan of the podcast. I've got home after seeing Arsenal beat Leeds at the Emirates tonight, and he's actually sent me a photograph from inside the Emirates to prove oh, he was there. I, I believed you. Yeah, yeah, I, I right, believed sure. you. I was sat in the West Lower, as were we. I found the fans to be an absolute joke tonight.
0: Let's cut me out,
2: Dad. Oh, I
1: oh, oh, really? the fan. Oh. OK. Me and my weights were singing all game long and receiving only glares from the nearby fans. That might have been us. (laughs) I'm starting to get a picture. Oh, yeah. Now, Uh, I did say
0: this, wasn't it?
1: They were absolutely silent apart from when we scored. One man even moved away from us in the second half (laughs) as we kept singing and it was bothering him. My mate shouted to him, what do we think of Tottenham? To no reply. The first I've ever seen that in the Emirates. I don't often manage to go and see us play and it really bothered me how so many people seem completely disinterested. It was a good result, but I felt it was tarnished by the fans. Do you think there is an issue with privilege? Some fans go to every game and they don't think they have to support the team. Is this where the Highbury Library comes mm. from? I asked the bloke in front of me if he was going to join in singing and he said, maybe next time. Do you think there are good and bad sections? Well, I will never contact you again. Love from Fury Loading Scum. Well, it's is interesting, isn't it? See, it was a 10 quid, 10 quid yeah. in, wasn't it? And that does make a difference. That does make the game more accessible to many more people yeah. who normally would think, Leeds United, how much is it? That ticket would be 40 mm. quid minimum, wouldn't it, yeah. Leeds? And that's to a member. It's probably more than that. And if you want to see Spurs or Chelsea or someone like that, they really sting you, even for the mm. cheapest seats. And I've uh, ten pounds in. Does mean it's available? There was a bit of a larry atmosphere coming out of the ground. There was a few people. There was a very noisy singing outside the armory, and there were a few Leeds fans shouting. And I thought, hang on a minute, we're going to, we might have an actual run mm, Yeah, we might we might see a police horse in a minute, like the old days. Um, there weren't more police
2: uh, around last night, by the way. I noticed quite a few police coming in.
1: Um, Yeah, you get more away fans and more home fans, sort of a bit up mm. for it. Don't normally get in. Maybe they've had a couple of beers. They haven't been out for a year, and it was a little bit feisty. But no, not according to Mr. Village. Mm. Mr. Village, he was getting people were glaring at him and moving away. I mean, the least it may may be that Mr. Village and his mates were really annoying. (laughs) That's possible.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is a possibility. Thinking
1: to, of the, you know, the other point of view. Uh,
2: yeah, because the Leeds fans were having a go, weren't they? You know, yeah. your support is. I tell you, there was a lot of, of weeds
0: be floating around last night. I'm surprised I got home. Uh, you know, compass mentis. The guy going into the ground <laughs> and coming out. It was like it's all relative. breathe it in.
2: You know? uh, <laughs> I didn't. Well, it used to be. I remember well, there, there used to be a lot of weed. Six, I didn't I got a, really. Yeah, I could
0: smell a good whiff. Not in the ground itself, but certainly going in and coming
2: out. Well, we we came down. I walked down from Archway Station, and there was a very very strong smell of weed in the uh, in the little sort of square at Archway. Both. Going down to the ground and coming back from the ground as well. I thought, well, this must be the place where they all congregate. Maybe this mm-hmm. is
1: marijuana remains. Mate,
0: popular. This is how we, apparently <laughs> so. the world the world over. Could it be that this is how we beat Leeds United with just the get the atmosphere in the stadium? So they're stoned.
1: Well, it's hilarious. So I'm looking at you. I myself, I think, smoke weed every day for about nine years. Who hasn't? <laughs> you, I know, are a pair of absolute <laughs> <hot>. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't criticising. Hey, and Keith. here we are going. Oh, I smelt someone smoking marijuana on the way to the ground. I think they do it at an archway. Yes, I think they do. I smelt marijuana going into the ground and a a plate plate on the way out of the ground. <laughs> oh, I used to go in your flat, Keith. I couldn't see. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Back to say, right. Yeah, so
1: I'll be honest with Kernel of truth in what you say. I won. Champions League on the on the uh, PlayStation Two about three times and I have no memory of what <laughs> team I, <have. laughs> so yeah. I was just existing in a fog of haze. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, there are far too many people selling drugs in North London. That's uh, but the problem. Not to us, and it's up to this podcast to, to, to stamp it. Up. Yes, plot twenty five, stop it. <laughs> what we want is everyone lagered up. And punch it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Does make for a good atmosphere though, doesn't it? Let's be fair. Those sort of, it's I
1: mean, one of the things that I liked about going to the Dutch grounds. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've been to a Dutch ground, but I've been to Eindhoven and Ajax a few times, and marijuana is a big part of the whole experience. Yeah, and it makes. I mean, I know they've had a lot of aggro in over there, and it's. Um, Serious violence between their fans, which sort of undermines my argument, but <laughs> certainly in the Euros in 2000, everyone was just stoned.
2: imagine how much worse it would have been <laughs> yes. if they well, in yeah. Belgium.
1: In Belgium, when everyone was drinking the eight percent lager, there was water cannon and riots, yeah, it's true. you know, it's true. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. And then you cross the border into the Netherlands, and <laughs> wonderful people, Wouldn't the Dutch, much more labour. But back. again, having said that, I went to see Portugal play Holland in Lisbon, and uh. I was with the Dutch fans, and they—they like an orange boom. They do like an orange boom (laughs) when they're away from their own shores, and they can't just go in a cafe and get a great big bifle.
2: But anyway, I was surprised that he said that about the atmosphere because I thought it was uh, quite a nice little edge to it last night. Really,
1: I let you know we've said for a long time on this podcast there needs to be a section of the ground. Preferably safe standing I know there's an issue With the rake Of the lower tier Makes it difficult To introduce safe standing People won't be able To see so well I tell you To be perfectly honest With you The people in the safe standing Won't really care And when I stood On the back of the North Bank For about 10 years I couldn't see the North Bank Goal for nearly every match That's not the point I mean you know You could There was a post in the way If there was a couple Of tall blokes You were screwed You'd, you'd bob about and try and see what you could, but you were there Loans, and you loved it.
2: Loads of goals that I missed. I remember Brian Talbot scoring a goal in the Cup semi-final hmm. against Liverpool in a replay at Coventry. I had no idea he'd scored until the crowd went up. all <laughs> yeah. <like>, oh, right. <laughs> and yeah, you join uh, in, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I only found out it was Brian Talbot later on when I got home, I think, I yeah. so, so, so think I had to ask someone who scored the goal. Oh, yeah, but
1: frequently I... you didn't know he'd scored and there was no VAR to ruin it. But the... you, you know, you get thrown all over the terraces, lose all your belongings. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, goodness, God help me if you were wearing glasses, absolute disaster, but
2: it was much more of an exciting thing, and it goes back to that standing at that Tottenham game, you're right, there was a glorious atmosphere at
1: that game, and I well, had a great time It was but- glorious, and we all, we've we all said it on here before, that when you know, we haven't been to an away game for a while, partly because of Covid, but Going away is Mm. more fun. Going away, that's going away to someone like Crystal Palace. Brilliant fun. It's great, you know. But that felt like an
2: away game with 55,000 people going, uh, is what that felt like. Everyone was into it. I would
1: love it if they could seriously address the safe standing issue because uh, the lads like Matt Village who want to go in and really make a racket for the Arsenal, who want to sing and shout and show they love Arsenal and they want the boys to do well, They don't particularly care about who the manager is or who's in charge of transfers, who the director of football is. They certainly don't care who the owner is. They care about the boys on the pitch. They love Saka. They love Smith-Rowe. They love Ramsdale. They love Kieran Tierney. They want them to go out and smash teams. They want them to fight for Arsenal. And they feel like, and they're right to feel like it, if they shout and sing and make a racket, it gives the boys on the pitch... An extra life, it gives them well, so much right. more. They're absolutely and, right, of course. And they are. the ground was that was designed out of the ground. We know this, we've said this many times. But a serious investigation into introducing safe standing in the North Bank end and opening up a section of the ground with cheaper tickets yeah. so lads like Matt can come in and be surrounded by like-minded people, you know. That's how football grounds have always been. Not every Tottenham fan wanted to stand on the shelf. Not every West Ham fan wanted to go in the chicken run. Not every Chelsea fan wanted to go in the shed. And quite a lot of Arsenal fans didn't really want to be in the thick of the North Bank. You find a place in the ground that suits you, but some people want to be in the oh, mosh pit, yeah, right? Yeah. They want to be in... The, there's no mosh pit the Emirates. No. And then, but it, I think there's an opportunity because there feels like a softening towards safe standing. They've got it at Celtic. They've got a corner of the ground. When I went there two or three years ago for a Champions League night, there's a corner of the ground, safe standing, and that corner is noisy and there are flags and that's, you know, passionate people... And, and they need to. This is a place to express that. That's what a football ground is. It is not a theatre. Yeah, absolutely right. And sadly, Tottenham have built that into their new stadium without they possibility have. to go to safe standing. They have. Yes, and, and oh, rightly yeah. so. And, and, I, and they possibly the reason that they did that was because they saw what happened at mm. that ground. Oh yeah. And they thought, you know, Arsenal a great ground there, but they've made a mistake in not having a home end. Yeah. You know, yeah. we've got to have a home end. Yeah. Well,
2: I'm you sure know, the the, 30, dream,
1: the dream. This
2: is. I'm sure the 35,000 people who'll be down there in the championship will enjoy it.
0: And <laughs> oh, thank you, West Ham United for beating them. Uh. <laughs> oh, well,
2: how how yeah. how uninterested is Harry Kane at the moment? It's absolutely brilliant to watch, just moping about on the pitch. <laughs> I'm loving
1: every second. So well, Lucas Fabianski made a wonderful. One-handed save from a Harry Kane header yeah. that made me yeah. <laughs> hit me laugh. Yeah. So I bet you thought that was in Harry. Oh, <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie Fabianski saving my header. one he? Head.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe my Man City winning four-one at Brighton with no striker. Yeah. 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 Harry's uh, Harry's brother, the agent, is not getting any calls from <laughs> any players <laughs> about negotiating. contracts. <laughs> Tell you what, Ezra. This business idea of mine has not taken off. <laughs> you're still the only client. That's because you're shit, darling. I want to play for City. <laughs> Jack's gone to City. Jack's gone to City and he can't even read and write. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I didn't know what
2: a buy-out <laughs> was. I'm ever so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning on the job, Harry.
1: Daniel said, Daniel said he'd let you go. Daniel shook my head <laughs> and he looked me in the eye and that man <laughs> lied to me, Harry. He lied to me. Oh, you shouldn't believe a word he says. Everyone knows this <laughs> like <it. laughs> You're an idiot, Charlie. Mum was right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh dear, can you imagine looking Daniel Levy in the eye and scare the living daylights out of you? Wouldn't you?
1: Oh, yeah, you'd yeah. see straight through dead eyes, yeah. cold dead eyes, yeah. like the way dead like ice. a shark. Yeah, dead eyes, dead eyes like a
2: pond.
0: Cage is in the water, <laughs> Levy's in the water. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the have had a lady.
2: <laughs> uh.
1: Okay, now here's one that might <clears throat> uh, open the conversation up. Connor McNicholas has sent a tweet to that. Not you, Bentley. Saliba, whoa, Saliba, whoa. He always gets the ball. He's never here <laughs> at all. Saliba, whoa. of Saliba, <laughs> Saliba. Discuss. Um, we're of course we're here saying we want to. We really want to get behind our young players <clears throat> with. Had enough of Bickering about the manager We want to get behind The young players And have a good season And see them all settling And enjoy and thrive At Arsenal Some terrific talent And one of those Is Jemima White Who's got a lot about him But should we have signed him for 50 million quid when this lad who had uh, Kylian Mbappe in his pocket in the match against PSG at the weekend is our player already? And Arteta hasn't even given him a game and had a
2: look at him? Strange what's going on. I mean, I've heard lots of good things about him and he seems to be doing very well. You know what? You know, maybe we'll just suddenly... uh, A brilliant centre-half will appear and we'll have a serious issue about who we're going to play. Or maybe we'll play three at the back again. I don't know. But...
1: Yeah. Or you could play uh, Jemima in front of the back four I feel certain that you could play in there And I was talking to a moment last night With a fan, with a mate who's a Leeds fan And he said that when Calvin Phillips wasn't available When they had Ben White When they they had him for a season In the Championship um, When Calvin Phillips wasn't available It would be White, it would go into that position Because he's a good enough player to do that And that suddenly If you think about Gilberto Silva In front of Sol Campbell and Colo Toure That none shall pass those three, and no one did for a year and a half. Uh, Especially when you throw Vieira into the mix and Ashley Cole.
2: He's another. He has fallen out. Yeah, it does seem like Mikel Arteta. There's been some weird psychological thing going on with Saliba. Alan, I'm not saying you're not right about Arteta and the way that he treats some players, and he sort of throws William Saliba out a little Mm. bit. It seemed to me. I mean, we signed him. It wasn't his
1: player, was it? He didn't sign him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But he, but didn't he hasn't sign signed him. Pepe,
1: and so that was... But he, he, he yeah, doesn't... Well, this is what I hear. He thinks he's an Emery player, he's not his player. But as you say, some players have survived.
2: Well, Xhaka um, was uh, an Arsene Wenger player. Yeah. And he's uh, his yeah. first name on the team sheet when he's, uh, when he's fit.
1: Oh, I really hope. I mean, La like did him. very, very well. Uh, Maitland-Niles did very well in the next game. So the last mm. two matches, mm. Thomas Partey's... Still looking very good. Elneny had a pretty solid game yeah. in midfield last night and made a lot of challenges. I'm thinking, please, someone please someone come to the fore <laughs> so we don't revert to Jackerball Ball in three months' Jack time. But... Jacker will come back in. And
2: let's, to be fair, if he plays the way he did against Tottenham, I'm happy for him to be in the team as well. He was really immense in that game. So, you know what? If he's got competition, maybe that's what we need. We, I mean, we have been lacking competition at this club in the last few years, haven't we? I mean, goodness yeah. me, I remember Olivier Giroud being the only striker in the club aside from uh, old Sano goals. So, you know, it's not... Yeah. This is better. This is what we want: mm. a bit of competition. I like Le Conger a lot.
1: Yeah, and he he was very very good um, against Villa. Against Villa, and, and we were only talking beforehand about how good Villa's midfield are. With Louise and McGinn, are excellent. So, good yeah. sign. But also, really, I felt like he could be good, and it if we get on the front foot and push and challenge and try to get up the pitch and play in their half. Um, It seemed a much more combative, assertive style Mm -hmm. than we're used to seeing. We've been used to seeing a quite a kind of reserved, cautious, safety-first, possession-oriented style which leads to no shots on goal in the first half and frequently goalless at halftime. And this seemed like a team that wanted to... And they did start, to be fair, they did start that way against Palace but then were unable to push on for a second goal, weren't they? They got an early goal, first 20 minutes, looked great. But in all of the games, they've faded away. They haven't been able to sustain it.
2: Yeah.
1: We hope they keep that style up. We'll see how they go against Leicester. Um, Leicester have... That's a tough game. That's a tough game. That's a tough game. Uri Tiedemann scored oh. what a goal. Did you wow. see the goal? No, oh, I oh, see that. A, That's awesome. They got a goal against Brentford. I think it's one of the hardest shots I've ever seen. He ran onto you could see the ball bounced out to him, uh, and they were attacking. Maybe it was a corner, I don't know. Anyway, he ran onto it, and you could see I'm, I'm just going to hit this, and he hit it, I could have, like somebody have a comic book. Uh, he's been f- fantastic for a couple of years, and he said, so, uh, "Yeah, that'll be a challenge." If it's the Conger against Tienemans, he's his senior man, isn't he, in the Belgian outfit? Yeah, and that'll be an interesting yeah. matchup.
0: But Saliba. You know, it's a lot. Oh, nice. I mean, it's 27 million pounds. That's not cheap. You know, that's a lot of money to be on loan. It was
1: a lot of money, and he was he's highly thought of. Hey, look, he's ours. And we've got it's an interesting thing, isn't it, with modern football? You have a lot of players in your club. You know, you can buy so many players and put them on massive wages. People like still there, yeah. Pablo <laughs> Mari, or whoever it is, when they're. These guys are senior players who should be playing for someone. You know, they're 28, 29 years old. They should be playing football. But they go to a big club and pick up a huge contract. It's totally, football's totally, totally changed. But, yeah, someone someone will move. There'll be a shift. And if Saliba comes back and he's better than Holding and better than Chambers and better than Mari, Then he goes
2: in. Then
1: he goes in. Then he's in the first-team squad, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah,
2: so I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens, but I'm encouraged. I've heard, and like I say, he had uh, uh, Kylian Mbappe. He, uh, he stopped him playing the other day, so he obviously can play. Well,
1: clearly,
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll do with it. <laughs> well, yeah. He's coming back in.
1: Excellent, things are looking up. Yeah, they're comparing him with Van Dyke. Oh my God! Well, we can't let him go then <laughs> if they're doing that. Oh, it's holy, not what you've oh, done. Holy shit! That's <laughs> what they are. It's not me. It's people who've actually watched him. I mean, I've only seen little snippets <clears throat> on the TV, but you can watch League 1. and uh, there was a goldish draw. PSG had a player saying, off. Oh, it's a feisty match. Yeah. I mean, you now Paris Saint Germain—that's not a, okay. does not be under any illusion. Everyone in France hates them. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, he they're hates, good to watch, hates though, hates aren't they? I mean, they're I, wonderful. I mean, I love like
2: watching Neymar, Messi, and Mbappe playing together. It's fun, really. It is fun. Yeah. But can
1: you imagine the French league? Suddenly, that's that team's in it. They, you know, that's not the French league. They don't get the TV income. The best French players always. We we used to get a few of them, Patrick and Thierry, Eric Cantona was another. You know, so many of them, they leave, wouldn't they? They'd leave and they'd go. And, Karim Benzema and everybody, they'd go and play in the bigger leagues. And now, anyway, they were hated before all the money. Yeah, yeah. And now they're really hated. And no one hates them more than Marseille.
2: <laughs>
1: Holy <laughs> shit. Or yeah. maybe Leon yeah. do. Yeah. Leon really hate them. Yeah. <laughs> so was a feisty match. And it was feisty. It was a goalie straw. And he was in the thick of it up against the best, arguably, the three best players in the world.
2: I'm going to have to look yeah. at him a bit more because I've barely seen him. I'll be honest with you. I've just I'm basing it on people who know the club saying, "Oh yeah, he's really good." If you good. see
1: him, Ian. If you see him, when you do see him, what you'll see is someone. If you could could make a kind of identikit centre back in terms of his build and his posture and his power and the way he covers the ground quickly despite his size and he reads things, you you'll think. You'll I promise you, you'll think, "Whoa." that kid looks really like he's made to play centre-back in the football right. team. Right, I'm going mean, to is, I'm gonna have to have a look. That, like Van Dijk, it's very similar, because he's also quite handsome and imposing, yeah. you know, like Van Dijk. Is, he's really got something about him, and I really hope that we... Don't sell him And that we give him A chance to play In the Premier League For us Wow well, This is a mystery you know?
0: then, Isn't it I mean It is It is
1: a mystery no. It was a real mystery To do 50 million On Ben White Yeah He's got um, And that's nothing Against Jemima At all
2: Yeah is it is it is personal it? issues? Is it something t- personal? Oh,
1: I mean, not, you can imagine him tagging that on the end of a sentence one day. <laughs> he did do a little bit of that uh, before with Salim, uh, wasn't it? Because nice he had stuff. a couple of bereavements, uh, didn't uh, he? Would he not get yeah. in the
0: font or something, you know? Is he... Is he miss a Bible class? <laughs> I mean, is there something? Is he like the Spanish Inquisition, Arteta? Is there some kind of
1: Catholic? he said, going down? if he said Emil's playing really well? I'm really happy with him, and since he, he laid off the Charlies, <laughs> he's really come on has <laughs> got much more. At least energy. you know where you yeah. stood. <laughs> uh, but as it is, that's just hanging in the it's air. True.
0: You yeah, know. True.
1: We'd like to say that the Tuesday Club would never suggest that any Arsenal player would indulge in Class A drugs. Only the manager makes that (laughs) implication. (laughs) Hey, listen, we should go and uh, get on with our lives. Yes, I need to eat. It's been lovely, Uh, lovely to see you, Ian. Uh, Oh, you're always welcome, my friend. Uh, We're here approximately fortnightly these days. Uh, It's difficult to rustle up more conversation than that (laughs) until we've. Start doing something Sorry. again. I'll
2: be a little ray of sunshine <laughs> for you. I'm
1: feeling good. Well, it's about good the to. Well, we've got a winning run, yeah. you know, so. A yeah. winning run. Winning run goes a long way. Yeah. Lovely.
2: All, All right, Jesse. Right, see ya.
1: Ta-da. See ya.